So you know how we have to bring... we invented the PS5, how you duct tape a PS2 and a PS3 together. I think what you need is you need like cat 14 cable, like take two cat seven ethernet cables and wrap them <laughs> around each other and okay. hard wire that in. That's basically then... fiber optics, right? Yeah, that's, that's all they do. They're just out there taping cables together. <laughs> Speaking of getting prepared for, for podcasts, do, do we, ha- is there an equivalent? So I don't know. Do you do this in other sports? So in hockey, if it's playoff time, both in the NHL and other leagues, you grow out your beard. Is that a thing in other sports? No, that's only but, hockey. They're the ones who thought of it. They're the only ones who do that. I genuinely have no idea. I don't watch other garbage. I, I think it became a thing in like <laughs> sport, like in all sports, like at the same time. So what do we do to get psyched up for podcast playoff season? Mm. I mean, should uh, I stop manscaping? We are. Uh, uh, we do have a first round bye. We didn't have to be in the podcast play-in tournament. Thomas, don't somebody... don't stop yeah. manscaping. Don't stop. Okay. Does anyone know how the play like was it a one game playoff for the NBA like the the, eight, the nine six, the nine and ten seeds um had one game and then the seven and eight seeds had one game the winner of the seven and eight game was automatically in as the seven seed the winner of the nine and ten game and the loser of the seven eight game played and the winner of that game is the uh, eight seed. so did Indiana win the second game or is that tonight the Pacers Ryan what are you doing I I, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I, I know they won their first uh, mm-hmm. playing game. Are you are you irked that I asked? I'm assuming they lost. They lost by like 40 points. Okay, all right. Oh, it was last right. night to the Wizards, right? Yeah, uh, with Bradley Beal and uh, yeah, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook healthy, healthy. I think that they may beat uh, who is it? The well, no, they're not going to beat the Nets. If they could have gotten into the seven seed, I would think they could have beat the number two team. But well, the interesting thing about the Nets is that uh, with Kyrie and like basically, no, not Russell Westbrook. Um, with with uh, Kyrie and Kevin Durant, um, they're they're under five hundred with those two, but no Harden. It's Harden who makes that team go. I know it's a small sample size, but it's curious that Kyrie and Durant stink. It's because Kyrie is not like a good. They both need the ball a lot. Yeah. And so does Harden. So I don't know. So like I outed myself as like not paying attention to basketball this year uh, with Matt's quiz. So I, I, I didn't realize that Donatus, is that his name? Donatus Sabonis. I, I didn't realize he played for the Pacers. I'm a big fan of all the Sabonises. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, really in, in like every generation is a little bit worse than the first. So like Arvidas is, is the best Sabonis, but Donatus is, is his seed and therefore is kind of cool. You know what? Arvidas is probably n- like a tenth of of the passer that um, Nurkic or wh- who's the guy for uh, for the Nuggets? Is that Jokic? Jokic, Jokic, not Nurkic. Nurkic is in Portland. Um, he's probably a tenth of the passer. But back then, like a big man who could pass, like Arvidas Sabonis was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like Everybody, no big man could pass. Like made, him. made like it just made a bounce pass. People would freak out. <laughs> We are like five minutes into this intro and everyone's falling asleep. Uh, so <laughs> it was not my idea. No, I know. I blame Chris. Uh, let's talk Ryan, more about the Pacers this year. Let's no, just let's review not. their season. Right. Ryan, it's right. Ryan, are those two white claws on the shelf behind you, or what are those? Dupo Chico. Oh, that's not, what. What are those? Dupo Chico hard seltzer. Oh, okay. They were hard seltzers, just not white claws. He's gone yeah. local. White white claws are for women. This is Topo, Topo Chico. That's it's ranch that's very, dressing very with manly. Water. Well, is it ranch? What? Is it ranch water? Uh, no, but I've got some ranch water. 
What does that mean in a non-garbage language? I don't know why they call it ranch water, honestly. I think I don't know if that's the brand, but it's like a, it's the same thing. It's a seltzer. They just call it ranch water. Hidden Valley yeah. Ranch dressing mix. Chris, could I get a countdown? Yeah. Uh, can I can I do it alphanumeric though? Yeah. D six B five N seventeen M three B two F one. Oh. Yeah. Is that F one? F one is the last one, man. Welcome to the SSEU podcast episode, whatever. Uh, this is a special episode of the podcast because we are going to have a mega thread roundtable. I think that's what I'm going to call it. We have uh, invited a few guests that are longtime members of the mega thread on Twitter. Uh, they are not able to escape. They all hold extremely garbage opinions, but we are all excited about having them as guests on the show. Don't yes, that. we are. We are very, very excited. We are so excited. I am Thomas, as usual, joined by Ryan and Chris. But also, also this week, we have uh, Andrew Black from the Bay Area in California, formerly a Minnesotan. Uh, we have John from uh, H-Town. Is that yes, that is correct. Uh, I think it's the H-Spot is what they call it. Uh, I'm sorry. Jonathan is from H-Town. And John... Uh, is from Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, that is incorrect. <laughs> no. They're off to you... a good start. Uh, Alexandria. <laughs> Alexandria. Okay, yep. that was clear. You he are said from... he likes to lynch people in Virginia. Big yeah, that, was, that, that was the small talk before the show. Uh, am I correct in assuming that uh, you are Greek? I am actually mainly Cuban. Oh, I love uh... it when Thomas assumes what... <laughs> I mean, you're not. It's not. A, it's not a off-base assumption. I am a quarter Greek, uh, so it was. It was a good assumption. I'm actually majority Cuban. Like the sandwich. Like like the sandwich, or the you know whichever dish you want to like ropa vieja. That that's also a Cuban dish. So. Would you say? I haven't was... made a movie about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Is Miami Vice so, your favorite movie? So I actually like the first episode a lot more than the movie. Uh, and I haven't actually watched all of Miami Vice, but that first episode is really good. It's like an hour special or something. It's pretty I solid. I mean, ch- Chinese actresses make the best Cubans. Like if you're going to ca- do a casting, like you, ch- you cast a Chinese national as a Cuban. Well, I mean, it, it's Pitbull and then Chinese national. So that, that's how the ranking goes. <laughs> what is the last movie you watched? Uh, in theaters, it would have been Nomadland. Since then, I think I watched that King Kong Godzilla movie. Uh, it's hard to remember. It's just, I just kind of blacked out. Uh, <laughs> it was not a lot to process. It still somehow went over my head. Uh, uh, so that's not something that I, uh, I actually uh, t- I try to remember too much. But yeah, the, the one I remember is Nomadland. Okay. Uh, Andrew, what about you? What, what's the last movie you've seen? The last movie I saw in theaters was Avengers Endgame. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I'm trying to remember what like the last movie I watched was. I think I watched Tora 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 as the last movie I recently saw. Have we talked about Tora 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 on this podcast? Well, you know, I, I love back before movies were good. <laughs> I, I love movies that have repetitive names. So, uh, so I mean, that's a that's a point in its favor. Uh, Jonathan, what about you? What's the last movie you saw? Uh, last one in theaters was Nobody, um, and then in person, Those Who Wish Me Dead. What nobody? That, one that was with, the um, Bob Wick one. Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> yes. Um, 
Oh. John Wick, yeah. yeah. I thought it was pretty oh. good. Sonny panned it a little bit. And I didn't see it. It could have been better. But it was Sonny enjoyable. really hated Christopher Lloyd. Like I felt like that, like of all the things to complain about, that was a weird thing to complain about. You've seen this? Yeah, that first? was one of the, yeah. the funner parts of the movie, yeah. I thought. I mean, he really isn't in it for that much anyway. Uh, I would I would actually like to sort of start this episode by by having Jonathan give us his take on those who wish me dead. Uh, I really liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I actually listened to the uh, Across the Movie Isle podcast about it, and they had some good points that it could have been a much better movie, but I still really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. I'll watch John Bernthal in anything. I really like the Punisher series that he was in a few years ago on Netflix, and he doesn't seem to do as much acting as he used to. So for me, it was just yeah, like, hey. Including during the movie. Yeah, fair. He actually didn't. That was one of the disappointing things was that he really didn't do a whole lot in the movie. Um, except stare at people in a somber way, which he does in every movie. But I, I like. I feel it a like lot. in Ford versus Ferrari, he let his skinny tie do most of the acting for him. <laughs> but but I mean that like this not a surprise that you loved that movie because Ryan Ryan loved it as well. <laughs> Why are you starting trying to start arguments? He was I literally said, the very I first thought, person like, to disagree with me. I was excited. About it. <laughs> I, I was excited to see it. I was like, I thought it was going to be really good. Um, because I think Taylor Sheridan is a really good writer. You have Sicario, uh, Hell or High Water. Uh, you're, you're, River. you're, you're, li- okay, thank you, thank you. Yes, you also like I all was of going Tyler in Perry's order. Movies. What do you say? I said you also like all of Tyler Perry's movies, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tyler Perry as, um, you know, someone that has that's like, um, somebody wearing a suit and playing a very serious character. So, Gone yes. Girl, uh, this. Um, that was another a suit like like a fat suit like Medea's this and Medea's mm-hmm. that. Yes, it was very, very weird when the guy who's in charge of the hitman shows up. <laughs> it's Medea. It's Medea. <laughs> that took me out of it. I feel like like every time any of the characters could have done something that like kind of made sense. Like they didn't like do the opposite of that. They did like something no one would have thought to even yeah. do at all. That was just I don't know. It was. Maybe I was, maybe I wasn't uh, in the right mind space to, like, uh, question, see question. Is, um, three children uh, burn alive like four or five times in the movie. Every I think time it could have been better. Angelina Jolie flashes back. You just see you just see those kids running in the fire and just screaming. <laughs> I think it could have been a thousand percent better. I haven't seen it, but I'm just mm-hmm. guessing if Billy Baldwin were in it. It's yeah. just a casting error. Well, if they would have just had one um, fire detective, that <laughs> would have helped too. Question: Is Joe Bernthal ever the lead? In the Punisher, he is. Punisher, but as far yeah. as movies, yeah, I liked him in The Accountant. The Accountant's not a very good movie, but I thought he they're, was. They're making a sequel to that. Well, you know, I've movie. never been a Microsoft Excel guy. I just couldn't psych myself up to watch The Accountant. It just sounded boring. Mm-hmm. You like old school out loud like, and you don't need a spreadsheet to count for Like it. I watched I watched the trailer for it and like the pitch was like I think we can get a write off on this tax. Like it'll be exciting. Like they're talking about like QuickBooks and I I just couldn't get into it. Have you ever had an Excel sheet crash on you while you were working on it? If, if you get I mean, when that happens then the, like all these accounting movies make more sense. The passion, <laughs> the, the the horror, the anguish. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy tried to he brings his computer into surely it must be like it's saved somewhere right you can recover this right <laughs> i have two current events that i would like to bring up 
uh, one uh, Andrew might actually be able to comment on. Uh, Andrew, did you see what happened today? Big news in the gaming industry? Well, which one? The, the Paradox one. I did not see Paradox, no. Paradox someone suggested is... duct taping a PS3 to a PS3 and calling it a PS6. <laughs> They've not made it that. They don't have brains big enough for that yet. No, uh, pa Paradox Entertainment, they're having their like Paradox Live, Paradox Con, mm -hmm. whatever. And they announced Victoria 3. So the sequel to Victoria oh. 2. I'm so excited. I've waited for oh, 10 years for this. I can't believe we finally mean them into making Victoria 3. <laughs> That's the greatest thing that the Paradox community has ever achieved. The plot twist is probably that they're going to give it to Paradox Tinto in Barcelona that's headed by Johan Andersson. What, and what kind of a game is <laughs> what kind of, what, what's, What is Victoria? Funny you should ask, right? Because remember all that spreadsheet talk we just had? Well, what if, what if, what if there were like 8-bit sprites that like moved around when you did your entries into Excel? That's what Victoria is. It <laughs> sounds awesome. Yeah, it's now, like, now it's I know like, why you guys are so excited. No, it's great. It's not, no, but so Paradox specializes, it's a Swedish company, specializes in these political grand strategy games like Europa Universalis, uh, Victoria, Stellaris, Imperator Rome. Political grand strategy games? That's, that's a thing? Well, I mean, they're, not, they're more about like military and fighting wars and things like that. But especially Victoria has a political component to it where you need to manage your internal politics at the same time, which makes it so much fun. Oh, oh yeah, do you play on PlayStation and or Xbox? Imagine like Civilization, but it's way too complex for Vic. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that is actually a perfect description of these games. They're like, should we implement a child tax credit or <laughs> leave it where it is? Well, like one of like in Victoria too, one of the policies you can set are like social policies. So you could be like, do I want to give pensioners absolutely nothing? Or do I want to give them 5% of their income back? Or do I want to fully fund their lifestyle once yeah. they hit 65? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> this is a game. <laughs> it, it's, it's a game. It's the this is what people game. do for fun. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right. I, I am just... I'm just realizing that my, my favorite games are, are these uh, Excel games, and then it's Excel as soccer manager. So I maybe I'm not representative of the overall gaming community. Well, uh, if you look at the discussions on like revising Stellaris, like half of the forum is like, this graphic interface that you've designed is too cumbersome. Why can't you just give us pie charts that we can manage? <laughs> I remember when EA Sports came out with a game called Head Coach. I don't know anyone who played it. Uh, Ryan, do you remember this? It was I, like a didn't companion to Madden. Who was, who was on that? Was that Gruden? Was it Tony Dun Dungy on the cover? Oh, it might have been Tony Dungy. What, what but like, you didn't actually play the game. What's that? Right. What, what year? Well, no, what platform? I, I think PC? like PlayStation, Xbox, Play okay. potentially PC. Um, but like, it, it was like, you know, for people who like Madden, oh, you might like- more than one of these? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the first one was Bill Cower. I was gonna say Bill Cower, yeah. Oh, you were gonna say it, but yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Bill Cower's chin. Yeah. yeah, then uh, then Tony Dungy was on a head coach 09 was Tony Dungy. Okay. <laughs> how, how many iterations of this were there? Like two? I'm seeing it looks like there were two. They did 06 and 09. 
was the entire game like salary cap management or like yeah well that but that even wouldn't be head coach that would be jennifer garner um (laughs) have you guys seen i'm not sure where these are from i assume that there was some sort of reunion but i've seen photos of the friends past circulating (laughs) on photos of that too Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, did, did I, I think it's going to be on HBOM Max, some kind of. My oh. wife is a big fan, and we are getting together with friends on Thursday next week to watch it together. Oh, I'm, I'm my condolences. But... Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Please, thoughts and prayers. And I'm yeah. not giving my wife that idea. So. <laughs> she, she's also a big fan. <laughs> so, as someone who watched the morning show on. Apple TV plus um, Jennifer um, Aniston looks amazing. Um, but I, I, I know that like Matthew Perry looks like a, a carcass. Um, like a, no, he's had, he's had a rough time. He's had a rough go of it. Yeah. This is my takeaway from seeing these pictures from like the reu- they're all sitting next to, or standing next to a couch or whatever is that one Jennifer Aniston has probably funded like, half of all the plastic surgeons in the US. And number two, especially the guys, they look fucking terrible. Like uh, Schwimmer, too, looks atrocious in that photo. And so what are, what are they doing? Is it just like a live thing? We watched the trailer the other night. They're doing like, they're asking the cast members trivia questions and then having like different co-stars show up for stuff like Tom Selleck and some other people. And Oh, good. I don't I- know. Everybody's really wanting to see what an 85-year-old Tom Selleck looks like now. <laughs> he looked better than the cast, mostly, yeah. at least the guys. Matt LeBlanc has put on like 75 pounds. But, but it's there just was someone, one somebody episode. online that, yeah, it's yes. just like a it's yeah. one-off thing. There was somebody online that took that picture of the cast that I think you're talking about and replaced David Schwimmer with Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> oh, snap. And the, the similarities were uncanny. Oh, man. But like Jennifer Aniston, like honestly, looks better than she did 25 years ago. <laughs> like it's 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 amazing. But yeah, there's there's like a a painting of her in an attic somewhere that looks horrible. Uh, but but mm. uh, spe- speaking of celebrities, uh, Brangelina? No, yes, no. What? Aren't they what? Back what are is it, isn't that the film? Brangelina? Jennifer. What is that? Oh, I'm who, sorry. who is back together? Jennifer Lopez and uh, Ben Affleck. Okay, that's not Brangelina Thomas. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize. Brad, Brad Pitt and Ben Affleck are getting together for the first time. And... Okay, so, so sad Ben Affleck is, is slightly less sad? Maybe slightly less fat, too. I don't know. So Jennifer Lopez, wasn't she just with A-Rod like A-Rod. a few months ago? I can't. I it's hard to keep that. this up straight. I think, like, yeah, they just... Like yesterday? Whatever, yeah. Well, she found out that uh, he's been lying about the HGH thing. <laughs> she, she, found he's, she found out he's going to buy the Timberwolves, and she's like, I cannot be with a man who's going to own I am not going to watch that. <laughs> Imagine going from the Mets to the Timberwolves. Okay, so we are on this episode, we are going to get to our guests' terrible opinions. I'm not sure. Uh, we're going we're gonna to get to the, the segments that we have dedicated to our guests but before we get to that, Ryan, I believe that you have a quiz. Do you have a quiz? Uh, Is this just for the guests or can Thomas and I participate? No, it's for all of you. Okay. See, I was writing it while I was driving. Um, Isn't that why you have a Nokia phone? Didn't we go over this? Like if you have a Nokia <laughs> Oh, yeah, phone, those are you're, terrible you're good. for texting and driving. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's really obnoxious? Is that uh, Amazon Music, the app, 
automatically goes oh into my gosh mode, i hate that that is so which, annoying which just means you're spending more time on right. your phone like turning car mode it's off, like so i'm like can... i'm hitting the button exit and it's like do you want to leave car mode yes yes i want to leave car, car mode, mode. <laughs> so i could scroll and find my song right. while i'm yeah. driving yeah because yeah it takes away so many options when it's in car mode that's almost enough to make me go back to <laughs> apple music and you know what so so i took my as ryan's pulling this up i i'll tell this story i took my son and uh, his best friend um, my son's in first grade i took them to sky zone uh, this trampoline place and on the way like i realized like all of the kind of my son is like 99 percent delightful but like the part of him that's just immature and likes to talk about poop and pee and penises and things like that his best friend is that times a thousand. So like if, if there's ever something that's like frustrating about my seven-year-old, it's like his friend George is like doing that all the time. And and like this kid, after five minutes in the car, I'm like, I, I want to drop this kid off. I wanna, let's go home. <laughs> and to top it off, like I pull up my phone to look up an address of, of this other kid because we brought my daughter and her, a friend of hers. And like George has the audacity after like saying the word, penis 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 like 15 times in a row admonishes me for using my phone while driving and it's like <laughs> listen kid shut up and like <laughs> stop saying stop talking about private parts um, well, first you shouldn't use your phone while driving i feel like that's kind of a more of a flexible rule i mean it depends on like you know if i didn't uh, use my phone by while i was driving i would never ever message you guys but, but, but speaking, since we're on an infrastructure-related topic, uh, Jonathan, what is the traffic like in Houston these days? Maybe we lost Jonathan. Uh, depends on where you're coming from, but mostly pretty terrible. Uh, so, so what is what is the interstate that goes like north to south through through Houston to Galveston? Wh which one's that? That would be to Galveston. That would be forty-five. Okay, I hate that fucking road. It's fucking terrible. That is one of the worst ones. And so they're trying to expand it in Houston. And there's a group of people that are protesting it because they it because they want... built like that massive road in Katy that's like 52 lanes and then it, it filled up right away. No, and... the people in Katy actually love it because they can get to downtown faster. Right. No, but the like people... the theory, the theory yeah. that the people building roads and planning the people in charge of building roads don't want to build more roads because, quote, people will use them. Um, <laughs> right. And, That's and kind so of they're what, they're, what they're talking about with the whole 45 thing. Yeah. Is they, and plus there's like some housing they would have to knock down, you know, but that, that's part of any highway expansion. So, yeah, and there, there's literally an always expanding the major highway. Okay. It's a mega thread quiz. You guys need to decide what you're going to buzz in as. Can I, so, can I buzz in? When can... I buzz in, I want to say the word, I want to say the name John. Is that okay? All right. Well, then John can't use John. Okay. I can do John Chris. Jonathan yeah. can do Jonathan. No, that's too close. I'll get confused. Okay. Uh, I, I will be buzzing in as Mike Warren. Okay. Right. I guess I'll buzz in as bathroom. Good. <laughs> you get points. I thought Andrew left us. Andrew's, um, Andrew's ahead already. He's got because because uh, I, I want to interrupt some more. Uh, there's a, a really good story behind uh, a an artist responding. I don't remember if it's a playwright, a composer, whatever. He was responding to a poor review that was given to him, and he wrote back to the reviewer saying, I am in the smallest room of the house. I have your review in front of me. Soon it will be behind me. Uh, Andrew. So he ate it and he was. Uh, he's going to wipe his butt of with it. He's going to wipe his butt with it. it. Okay. Um, yeah. 
Andrew is recording from the smallest room in his house. He is seated in the smallest room in his house. Which is still the size of most people's living room. To, that to is a fact. And, and uh, he has many of these small rooms in his house. Anyway. Okay. Uh, Jonathan, ahead, what are you... No, Jonathan, what are you buzzing in us? I'll stick with H-Town. The Megathread was started November 2017. Chris started it with a tweet containing a script for the substandard sitcom that he wrote. There had been a previous smaller version of the Megathread. And in that previous thread... I was in it, but when Chris started the official mega thread on November 4th, 2017, he didn't tag me in it. He left me out. Why did he do that? Uh, John. Moat. That's not. I, I, I was clearly first uh, to spite you. Mm, I don't hear some spite. Spite. Mulch. Uh, racism. Mm, that, that might be it. Anybody else? That point's still up for grabs here. Bathroom. Bathroom. He simply forgot about you. No, you now you've lost the point that you had. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, All right. I, I, I feel like H Town and uh, 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 Chris also should get a guess. Okay, uh, Chris. Uh, I mean, Spite sounds like a good answer. You should try it. Do the same. Just, see if it's the right answer this time. You, if you, if an answer's already been said and you say it again. <laughs> Have you seen game shows where like, well, it's hey, like the what, do, what, do, what do you guess? This, uh, that's wrong. Next person. What do you guess? <laughs> Same thing as him. <laughs> but it might work this time. All right. Um, no, no. H-Town. Do you have a guess? Right. Uh, he's jealous of your hair. <laughs> that That's a shot at me. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gets anything for uh, that. Then you had more hair. For, I don't know. Except for Andrew lost the point. The next question. Uh, one again, of the Andrew? major long running. No talking during the questions. If you would like to speak before I answer the question, you need to ask me if I'm opening the floor for discussion. <laughs> and I will tell you whether or not. You it's in Robert's rules of game shows. <laughs> I was about to say. One of the long running discussions, arguments. I don't know what the fuck is about the islands in Moana. Give me a brief synopsis of that argument. John, John. Flag is confused about how many islands there are in the movie Moana. Okay. Mulch. Dr. Mulch. Flag Taylor. Okay, but that doesn't tell me, like, what, is he, what does he say? Does he think there's one, or does he think that there's... Nobody knows what his confusion is. Like, he has a PhD, and somehow is confused about the islands in Moana. <laughs> That okay, and nobody that understands clears, that clears up a lot. I thought everybody knew what he was asking, except nobody for me, because understands. I'm, except I was always that, just the, like the, I, the I, perverted I brain this. of Dr. Flag Taylor. It makes sense only to him. Uh, I mean, it, if, the, if the islands of Milano were behind the Iron Curtain, then maybe he'd get it. <laughs> <laughs> the like is, islands is there of somebody? Milano. Is there a basement in the island that somebody's underneath listening? The victims of the islands. Yes. Let's just the lives of the islands is whatever the lives of the islands are of enduring interest to Flag Taylor. John should get the point. Yeah, he does. I liked his answer the best. Let's see here. This is a two-parter. One person has been granted an official authorized release from the mega thread. Who is that person? And what did he do to earn that release? H Town. H Town. This is a total guess, but is it Nikachu? <laughs> <laughs> he did not get enough. Bathroom. Bathroom. It's Jake Tapper, and he 
replied to the mega thread no. saying unsubscribe. No, 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 it wasn't. Mulch. We never let him out. Yes. Andrew Egger. No, wrong. John, You're, it was said H-town. words that are in the answer. Uh, John, H-town. I, H-town. I, I was in first. H-town. John, John. John. It was uh, Dr. David O'Hara, uh, a, a friend of mine, philosophy professor at a university. No, that right was now. your decision. That was not official. You went. You made a unilateral decision that nobody else told you you could do. You did that on your own. That was not official. Chris, was Chris. it Rebeller Dave? Like the Rebeller? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was not oh, I here. I would have untagged him. Was it uh, H-Town? H-Town. This is another probably wrong guess, but Jack Butler. <laughs> I would never let him out. Number one, we <laughs> wouldn't let him well. in. Number two, if we did let him in, he wouldn't get out. It was Jim Swift. He had been begging to be let out of the mega thread for quite some time. And he what well, he traded for his release, and we really got screwed on this one. He said that he would get Andrew Egger to join our Slack. We had a we had a Slack for a while. <laughs> And his, what he had to offer was that he would get Andrew Egger to join the Slack. Andrew Egger joined the Slack and never <laughs> did anything with it. And we let Jim out of the Megathread. Question. Is this Slack like the New York Times Slack where you're just trashing each other? <laughs> There's a lot of that. Okay. Yeah. Go into any of the channels. I, I, I'm sure it's. What if it's still sure, going? I'm sure it's still there at some point. I wonder no, if, so, yeah, like, no, if it, one person is just like still like. <laughs> No, the, 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 the Slack still exists. The problem is that it is way too organized, so it died. The, the point <laughs> of the mega like, because right, yeah, you chaos. can go and like have these like orderly discussions and like these separate channels and everything. Yeah, separate and channels. Like we found where... out that we don't really like each other that much. <laughs> and there was a distinct lack of discussion about the movie Rogue One. There was a writing of a movie script that was like a it was a sequel to. Uh, Rampage with The Rock. Also, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, yeah. yeah. And there was one more. Rick would know. I, yeah, I don't Rick, remember. It was mostly Rick and Chris that were doing that. Yeah. Okay, so who got that one right? I think I did. Nobody? Okay. <laughs> so, so far, to recap the score. Uh, Andrew has minus one. No, he's at zero because oh. he got a bonus point before we started, and then he lost it on the first question. Yeah, the bonus point for being that on brand a, and recording from the bathroom. Or what did he remind me what he got the bonus point for? I don't even remember anymore, but it was okay. something I think he said was something name. positive toward me. Or no, bathroom. That's what it was. Yeah. So I assumed it was about me, but it wasn't. Did you see my display name? Yes. Yes, I've seen it. That I'm you don't get a point for that though. I'll I'll send you later on what you get for that. All right, there's three more. I I decided one thing I was going to do was just pick random tweets and you guys have to fill in the blank. They're called blank batteries. That was a line from Guardians of the Galaxy. No, 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 he didn't say that. That was a line from Guardians Volume 2. It was pretty funny in the movie. John. They're called blank batteries. Yes. John, I actually know this line. Uh, so I don't know if the person tweeted it correctly. Annulax batteries. No. Harbulary. Harbulary batteries, I mean. More than once? Shut up. Yeah, they're called blank <laughs> batteries. That was a line from Guardians, Volume 2. It was pretty funny in the movie. Uh, D-Cell. No. I'll just go ahead and tell you. the. Um, it was, they're called Harbulator Batteries. That was a line from Guardians, Volume 2. It was pretty funny. That was tweeted on February 18th, 2019, 
by C underscore Haberman. <laughs> <laughs> so I get a point, right? right no, you right. got it wrong somehow. Yeah, but but I tweeted it. I, I've got tweets. I'm not getting points for any of my tweets. What what was the actual line in the movie? I have no what? idea. I don't know what oh, he's talking okay. about. And I don't know why I tweeted that. Because I, I think I mean, it you're replying to someone. Obviously, it was a genuinely funny line. <laughs> I know it seemed like it. Reading the tweet, I don't make the, I, I don't make many er, I don't make. Mm, yeah, thanks, Ryan. I don't make that many earnest tweets, so I'm kind of surprised that. Well, what was the part that was funny? Was the because they're because like they're called Anulax batteries, and Drax was like they're called Harbulary batteries, and they don't sound anything oh, like. Oh, okay. Now that I remember that now, that, that is funny. So Drax got it wrong. Okay. Um. <laughs> Second tweet, blank is garbage. It is never elicited from me so much as a chuckle. 100% unfunny. Blank is garbage. Do, do we get a clue as to who tweeted this or no? You can have a clue, but not that. John. 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 Tuna casserole. Nope. Uh, it is a... The nice guys. Who would say that? I, I suppose that's yeah. pretty trash opinion. Yeah, but... Tom. Tom might say that. It's... <laughs> It is a movie What's show the, or movie. So it's a movie or a show. Yeah, it's a movie or show. Or a movie show. H-Town, Saturday yes. Night Live? No. It's been discussed already today by us. Today? Uh, it's not Rogue One, is it? I mean, that's a wrong mm, opinion. But... No. Oh, H-Town, H-Town, H-Town. Yes. Friends. Friends. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. February 17th, 2019. You can see I was kind of in the same place. when I was <laughs> February 17th, 2019. Friends is garbage is never elicited from me so much as a chuckle. 100% unfunny. Megathread meathead at girlboy Cecil. Good opinion. Good take. Does not like friends. I'm making this the last question. And it's, you can get points for each one that you're able to name. Like, so you could all get points on this one because we need uh to have a definitive list and know exactly who they are let's go ahead right now and name all of the prequel stands all the prequel <laughs> apologies from the Happen. oh my goodness, that was very fast all right i think h-town was first because uh chris uh, has cheated me so many times easiest one out of the box is tyson tyson yes Incorrect. I His name is Taylor. Think, I thought. <laughs> I think it's Ty Tyler. Tyler. Tyrone. Chris. Uh, do I just keep naming as yeah, many as it, I yeah, can, or keep it goes going? To or... else? Yeah, keep, keep oh, going. That's interesting. Jonathan. Hold on a second. Let me think about that. If he keeps going, we could get all of them, and nobody else. In fairness, I don't have any others in mind, so it's really a pointless <laughs> question that I asked. No, uh, you only get to guess one at a time. Okay, I'm deciding that now. John. Stephen. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. I said his last name. Stephen. Uh, uh, S. Flip. Can I? Uh, are, are, are there more than two? Are there, yeah. are there more than those? That was my yes. follow-up question. H Town. I else can think young? of at least one more. H Town. H Town. I don't. Was John Podhoritz ever in the Mega Thread? Yeah. At times. <laughs> did he call? Did okay, he call me a John Podhoritz? Is he? I didn't know that he is. I have did a you? direct quote actually, but I'll okay. save it for my ranking. But yes, he is. Okay. At one time oh. in his life, he was. Let's put it that way. He is that when he called movie. me a stupid moron poopy head? No, previous <laughs> to that. A okay. Poopy head. Yeah, I think his review of Phantom Menace is still out there. And it was yes. 
positive. Positive, yeah. Yes, John is correct. So is he on the list or not? Yeah, well, do they have like to the, be a, the, the goal is here to get is to get them to apologize and do they have do they did they have to have defended the prequels in the mega thread? I don't think so. Uh, they need uh, to recant like Thomas point. more. Yeah, no, I'm leaving it on there. Yeah. But I, I can think of at least one more. I thought there were more than this. Who is young? Like it's gotta be a young person. Like nobody over the age of thirty-three. Uh, Mike Warren. Um, uh-huh. Is it Cameron? I hope yeah. not. That would be disappointing. Uh, or Chris. I'm going to guess Conrad. I don't think so. he's, he's in the age range. Yeah, he's young ish. I, I think That's he's all, I think he usually fights with Tyson about it, though. But I'm Look, I'll put whoever you guys want on the list. <laughs> if you guys want to name him as the prequels, that's fine sure. with me. But he is definitely I, the, the a prequel. Per, that's not yeah. the person that I'm sure. thinking of. So, oh, that's the game now. It's like, who is Ryan thinking of right now? Um, well, because they're Napoleon Bonaparte. No, that's not. He's not in the mega thread. Uh, Andrew McIntyre. Uh, I don't think so. That's not a person. Uh, I'll be, <laughs> you're mixing I'll up. Be... You're mixing up uh, an alt and oh. like his the real person's name. What are the Adams? Adam. Uh, yes, Adam. Adam defends the sequel. I'm pretty sure. What I, I'm is saying is the Adam that he, protects he his tweets. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's why I didn't know. I'm never getting drunk with him again. Didn't Flag start watching uh, Star Wars recently? Has he uh, gone through the prequels? He watched The Mandalorian and liked it, but uh-huh. he, he flips out every time Star Wars comes up. Yeah, that was like, a big he, thing. He he would, he hated whenever we... <laughs> like, whenever people would talk about Star Wars. Ryan, who won the quiz? I think um, I did. H-Town did. He got, two, he got two in that last question. He has two points. Coming from behind. Uh, congratulations to to H Town. What's the uh, cash prize? Um, I'll have to check and I'll get back to you. So a lot of game, I am... that's not weird though. A lot of game shows do that. They, you don't know. Like at the it's end, it's not like, like they I... announce for the whole audience to see what the prize yeah. is live yeah. on air or anything. They don't do that. No, they show usually, them what they've won. They usually uh, we'll say, "Well, to you. let's see what the ratings are in this episode." And it, know, the show we'll is called "Who Wants to Be a Winner of an Unspecified Amount of Cash." <laughs> they so just, uh, the, the briefcases were all question marks, and they just kept trading them back and forth. <laughs> As an aside, I'm friends with Stephen and Adam and Hannah Long on Letterboxd. Revenge of the Sith. Stephen gives four and a half stars. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Adam gives it a paltry two and a half stars, and Hannah okay. Long gives it three and a half, and that, and that's uh, what's considered the best of them. Which is right. did did he write a review for it? He would have checking, mentioned uh, Richard episode Nixon. Episode two. I'm checking episode two. Uh, Stephen bumps that down to a three and a half. Adam says it's a half a star. <laughs> okay. Oh, he he likes so many stupid things. He I just assume that he also liked the prequels. <laughs> it's a safe assumption to make. I, I'm with you. Uh, the Phantom Menace, Adam gives two stars. Hannah, three and a half. Uh, Steven uh, has not rated it, interestingly. See, He's still I working would, on that one. I would want to rewatch them in order to be able to rate them anything but like half a star. And Space I, politics is just fascinating, and I'm glad that that was the focus of the prequel. So, mm-hmm. transition. Let's move on uh, to the main content of today's show. Andrew, I believe that you want to talk about Disney movies. Awesome. Because let me tell you, my childhood Disney Channel original movies, the greatest content a child could possibly ever watch. And I uh, have and, a. And this is so you, you don't have to. Give away your age, but like what 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 time frame are we looking at here? So the golden age of Disney Channel original movies is 1999, and I would have been about like in the fifth or sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can work with that. 
we'll, we'll figure it out from there. A- Andrew, um, I mean, are, are we going all the way through like high school musical type? Oh, they, they are still making those. I definitely do not like some of the newer ones, but I do have one that was made in like the last two or three years on there on my top five. I mean, Vanessa Hudgens just doesn't have the same appeal as she had in, in the first. I disagree, Wait. but Andrew, go on. So I have a rank in my top five, and I have a couple of special mentions. The first is a honorable mention for The Paper Brigade, which is the lovely story of a kid who gets a paper route and tries to get money for a concert to take out a girl. But the local neighborhood bullies think he's making too much money, and so they have got to stop him and take over the paper route from the bullies. Wait, so an- bullies take over, they, they take his paper route and they start doing it for him? And then he's got to... <laughs> like, so did they exactly. switch the direct deposit information? Well, no, because back then they were going, the paper boy was going door to door collecting the money, and then he would bring it back to the newspaper office. And so, now, have you ever heard of the... You guys probably haven't. Have you ever heard of the, the pizza boy and the aristocrat? What? <laughs> No. Uh, no. It's, it's a game pizza my gate. wife and I the like to play. You have the, kind of the naive uh, young pizza boy at the door and uh, the aristocrat who I see. Uh, sedu- seduces him. I know when you guys play this. Okay. <laughs> so is is there like a similar game like uh, with paper the paper boy? boy? <laughs> I hope not. I definitely hope not. Because yeah, the paper boy and the drunk woman and the house frog. <laughs> Well, like two of the big characters in the paper brigade are like the really nice old lady who gives him like an extra hundred bucks. And then there's like the crazy guy who's traumatized from like Vietnam. And so his whole backyard is like fortified and he's refusing to, he's like shooting at the kid, (laughs) refusing to let him collect the money, the paper. It's this crazy man, Cooper. I'm I'm looking at the the Wikipedia page of this movie. And the way that Gunther is able to like earn his trust is that he infiltrates the guy's yard in yeah, the military getup. If and a throws, crazy like, guy a, shoots yeah. at you, yeah. don't, that doesn't mean like don't ever go back there again. It means just Obviously. come back like later on when he's not as bad. Yeah. Well, he needs the money for the concert tickets to take out the girl he likes. So if I learned you know. anything from Dennis the Menace and his mean neighbor. It's it's that. <laughs> okay, move on, Andrew. <laughs> so I'm not gonna linger on this one too long i'm only just gonna call this the vic mattis pick it's uh it's double teamed featuring the the blonde basketball playing twins i'm just gonna leave it there oh my well my top five identical <laughs> twins heather and heidi burge i wonder if they're really related to david burge it's a great it's a great movie just because like one of them wants to be like an artist but she's also you know because they're like near identical twins so she's also really tall so the dad's just like hey you're playing basketball too <laughs> How about, these are ones you liked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go with, starting with number five, Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami is the heartwarming tale of a young kid out in Hawaii who is a big surfer kid with his uh, big surfer grandpa played by, if you guys have got the wiki, what's his name? Uh, it's like um, Kerry Hiroyuki. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to try, but you're wrong. Yeah. Right, um, Tagawa. Hmm? Tagawa. Tagawa. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's the guy from uh, the Man of Kari- Castle. Yeah, yeah. Or, he's, or, or, or he's, Shang Tsung. Kawa. 
He's actually, yeah, I can't believe it. He's, he's actually a really good actor. And then Johnny's dad is chosen kid. from like the Karate Kid 2, the rival kid on Okinawa. Mm. So that, that's already an action-packed cast. <laughs> and it's a story of how Johnny moves to, I think it's like Vermont. He's, he's moved to one of those postage stamp states up in Vermont. New England where it yep. snows. He starts, he, tr- he doesn't fit in because obviously, you know, the, the surf scene in Vermont just, just quite isn't up to par as it is in Hawaii. So he has to learn to, he goes to this private school where everyone skis, but he wants to be a snowboarder Ooh, because it's boy. just like, it's just like surfing to him. Uh, yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. this the big family. Come in. You, you, know, you, you paddle up the mountain. And so there's this big fight in the school between the private school kids who all ski and then the public school kids who are called urchins <laughs> and they snowboard and the, and the urchins are banished to the bad side of the mountain. Gregory oh, Itzen, Headmaster Pritchard, the <laughs> President Charles Logan from 24. It's a like a apartheid kind of deal, like the urchins get banished to the other side of the mountain. Your, your Disney Channel original movies come in basically three varieties. It's either one, I have a cool group of fans, but I really want to be in like the real actual cool group with the jocks and the popular kids. The second type is I'm a weirdo kid with no friends, but then I find another group of quirky people who like me for who I am. And then the third one is I'm like a really special kid and there's some villains trying to take away what's special from me. And those are the worst movies by far. They're things like Luck of the Irish, where like the kid finds out he's half leprechaun or something. (laughs) (laughs) And like the big, the big, like long running, like the, the Chekhov's gun in this movie is like, his family's from Cleveland. He keeps talking about his homeland of Erie and all the Irish people get annoyed saying, no, it's called Irie. And then at the end, there's some comeuppance involving this mistake of, oh, you mean you're going to send me back to Ireland? No, I'm from Erie, Cleveland. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely awful. And then and they, so the he other finds one- out he's part, like, hang on. He, he finds out he's part leprechaun. So what, like, he is like kind of a little bit of magic, but can't control it kind of. Well, he like, so like his family has like a gold coin that <laughs> represents their luck as leprechauns. And it's like the source of their magical powers. And I think like, you know, he finds out like his grandpa is like this potato chip maker in the area. It's stolen from them. So because they've lost their magic, their luck, they start reverting to leprechaun size. So like the kid starts sprouting like leprechaun ears and he starts shrinking because he's like a basketball player. And so he starts losing his height over time. No leprechauns in the NBA. Nope, no leprechauns elegy? in the NBA. <laughs> it sounds like hillbilly elegy. <laughs> the other one in that genre, which is you're thinking leprechauns, I can't be that bad. Well, the 13th year is a movie about like a kid who discovers he's half mermaid (laughs) which half merman or mermaid well he's a merman obviously but like he's obviously he's a swimmer in in high school but then he turns 13 which is when he hit the mer side of him pops out and so he's in like this puberty it's mermaid (laughs) puberty and so he's like swimming and then like (laughs) he does jane finns at the end of the movie (laughs) It's it's kind of weird because like the end of so the it's movie, it's a reverse like, Little Mermaid. 
exactly. He's like, I want to find, like, I want to re- realize my, my true culture and where I come from. So I'm going to leave land and my like high school friends for like the summer and go become a mer person. Is how the movie ends, basically. All but right. there's like this crazy, the villain of this story is like this crazy old man who's like, no, mermaids are real. I really saw one. And he's like obsessed with capturing a mermaid just so he can prove to everyone he's not crazy at the bar. Uh, all right, spoiler alert. I'm looking at the synopsis. His girlfriend asks him to not betray her by falling for mergirls. After saying exactly. goodbyes, Cody and his mother reunite, and Cody fully transforms into a merman, and they swim off to a life below the surface. But but that one was not on your ranking, right? No, no, because that comes in the third variety of mo- of Disney Channel original movies that are total trash, where it's like this weird kid has this special thing, and then there's like some dude who wants to like blow it up for some reason. All right, number four is Descendants. That's an amazing movie. It's about like. All of the Disney He's villains about have the been descendants all the time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The George Clooney and Aaron Rodgers girlfriend movie. Yeah, it's a Disney musical, and almost all the Disney musicals are amazing, except for like Teen Beach movie and Camp Rock with the Jonas Brothers. The sentence is great. It's all about like the Disney kids. Disney villains have been banished to an island, but now they're going to let their kids attend school on the other side of town with all the Disney hero kids. All of the songs in that are amazing. And I think, like, didn't, didn't the Shannon, like, watch that recently with her family? I heard JVL talk about this, and I think so, I think even Vic. I think Vic and JVL have talked about how much they love it. Yeah, I Isn't don't there more than they one? love it. I think the kids, there's three of them. The, the, kids, the kids love them. Uh, and okay, I fine. talked about how terrible, like, the Descendants 3 came out maybe last year, and it is forking terrible and i warned shannon yeah. and she didn't believe me and then she watched it and she was like yes this is the worst thing ever descendants like, three definitely is the worst like th- there's this scene where like th- they like mesmerize these knights by like dancing <laughs> this th- it's it's the most awful thing ever put on screen it really no because descendants three falls into the big disney trap where they forget like the the movie is a musical and so all of the like fun parts of the movie should be driven by songs but they like put like a bunch of dialogue and they just talk out the movie and then they put random songs in just to try and like say oh wait we're supposed to be making a musical supposed to sing about something i don't know what though okay so descendants is three descendants is four four okay what's three three is xenon girl of the 21st century i don't know if you guys remember this but this movie was like kind of big back in its day because I think this is a 1999 movie and I would see ads for it at the mall. Like this was like a flagship movie that they were trying to push to get you to get the Disney channel. I have never heard of this movie. I would wager that most of our listeners don't know any of these movies, but continue. So it's infamous for like its song by the, by the in-universe band Protozoa. The lyrics of it are like, Zoom, 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 make my heart go boom, boom, my supernova girl. Okay. And it's basically just about like a girl who's on a space station and she has like weird quirks. It comes into that second part, that second category of movies where she's a quirky space girl who's forced to move back down to Earth. And then she has to make new friends and go back and save the space station because the owners of the space station are going to blow it up to commit insurance fraud. Like for all mankind. (laughs) 
On the quadrants, <laughs> this movie would rank terrible in the sex nudity category, but would would do quite well, I think, in the running time. This is a uh, a slim ninety seven minutes. Uh, what what's your number two? Number two is going to be High School Musical. Okay. All of the songs from High School Musical are total bangers. High School Musical 3, terrible. High School Musical 2, very dubious movie. The only one that's actually good in High School Musical 2 is, I think it's called, it's like, I Don't Dance. And it's like set in like a baseball setting. And one of like the weird quirky things about that song is that the two main characters singing it afterwards like the next scene, they've switched clothes for some reason. That was always kind of odd to me. And then- What you do when music- you're really good friends? You switch clothes in the middle of a baseball field. Yeah. Exactly. You, you, you would wear the, you would, if you guys were playing baseball, the, the immediate thing that you would do is go like, that was a great game, guys. Can I wear your pants? <laughs> Let me get those pants. <laughs> the pros do it all the time. Yeah, I mean- I, I feel like this should be your number one. I mean, it has Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale. I, I'm not. I'm not Are, sure what's what. What's going to beat this? Oh, what's going to beat this is not only is this the number one pick for me, but I would actually put it in my. I would probably say I'd put it in my top fifty movies of all time. Wait, you know, really... It's going to be the movie Brink. I'll give you guys a minute to look that one up because it's. Amazing. It's one of the greatest things Somebody I've ever on seen. Somebody on SNL referenced Brink the other day. Aggressive Brink. inline skating. Yeah, sure. I love this movie. I cannot tell you how much I love Brink. Because, first of all, it is like the quintessential, like, if you grew up in the 90s in California, or if you saw, or if you thought about what 90s California would be like, it was Brink. It was just like the kids who were, you know, and first of all, they had all the 90s style. Everything had that kind of weird 90s feel to it. Like the, the professional team is called Team X Blades of all things. Um, but I really like Brink. It came out in 1998. So yeah, it's the quintessential 90s, like, you know, kind of this whole Los Angeles skate rat kind of movie. And I love it because like the heart of Brink is always going to be this... Um, storyline where the kid's talking to his dad and he's like well I really you know I'm a soul skater and I was always in it for the fun I didn't want to be a sellout like the professional kids but I always wanted to be recognized for what it you know for my skills as a skater and I was using the excuse of my family being uh in financial trouble to take the job even though that you didn't want me to take it dad and the dad has this really great speech about how hey, what you do isn't really who you are. You know, it's just simply a thing that you do. You know, you shouldn't base your identity around like being a skater or for the dad being a construction foreman. And I thought that was actually a really great like message that's totally destroyed in all subsequent Disney Channel original movies. Everything else in every Disney Channel original movie afterwards says, you're like a singer. So that's the greatest thing ever. And you should always just be a singer. That's who you are. Yes, that's who you, you are. like singing. Uh, like it's it's a very plausible thing for you to become a professional singer who's famous. Exactly, because that's you know, what you hobbies should... are. Hobbies are professions. And I think like it's like a movie that like I think res- that should resonate. I think it's a because first of all, one, it's like inline skating, so they do a lot of cool things. But two, like I think a lot of 
you know, especially in this kind of weird era of like social media stardom where you see like all these 13 and 14 year old kids becoming like millionaires in a year or so, which is totally insane. But, and they're doing it based off of like dancing on TikTok or making funny videos on YouTube and, or playing games on Twitch. And it like becomes who they are and it becomes like their life 24 seven. After glancing at this list, I have a top four. Hold on. Before we move on from this movie, I want to go over the parents guide on IMDb. So where people, you know, have seen the movie, they comment on the different, like what, it, why it's rated. Um, sex and nudity. Uh, somebody commented none. So just in case you're wondering. Ah. Uh, profanity. Someone commented, commented none. It's a Disney ah. Channel movie. And then violence and gore. Someone commented. One of the girl skaters takes a pretty good fall and gets scraped up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but but Andrew, you said uh, that's your number one Disney original movie. That's my number one Disney Channel original movie, and I would probably say it would probably break my top thirty movies of all time. <laughs> so now it's well, it over a top fifty to top thirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be I, I my know favorite it's in my top movie. He hyped himself up. <laughs> yes, if we keep. I know it's in this. the top fifty. But I just don't know. I don't. I think heard I about could that girl falling, getting scraped up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so very quick, a top four titles. So, so if for those unfamiliar like me uh, of Disney Channel original movies, mostly because I never got the Disney Channel, and these weren't a thing before 1998. So, if if you're over the age of 35, uh, you're unaware of these, except as parents. Top five, ti- top four of titles. Number four, Life is Rough, spelled R U F F. Ah, uh, dog. That's how your mother likes it, Quebec. <laughs> Number three, the color of friendship. So it's not the color of oh, I've money. Seen that one. To play on. I've seen okay. that one. It's actually about race. Yeah, yes. it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this uh, one, it's, instead of being like a synecdoche of of not synecdoche, uh, uh, representation of of apartheid, this actually is in apartheid South Africa. Okay, number two, poof point. <laughs> Man, I gotta get inside that poof. Uh, and number one. Horse sense, since we are a horse sense horse podcast. And I assume that's S C E N T S. It is not. It is not a plan word. It's just S E N S E. Okay, let's guess. Okay, so um, honestly, my favorite game ever in the whole world is called Beyond Balderdash. Has anyone played Beyond Balderdash? So Balderdash. So the game Balderdash basically too boring for Chris. You're given a word. And you make up a definition and basically you guess like what the, and it's a fun game because if you play with clever people who can come up with good definitions beyond Balderdash, that's one of the categories, but also uh, Ryan, you'd love this game. One of the things is it gives you uh, like acronyms, like the IDK PW. And so like you make up what that stands for, um, like the, you know, society for the Sounds preservation like I should, of, film. I should be playing this game. <laughs> Um, another category is date. It'll give you a date and you make up what happened on that date. Right. And then another one is you get a movie title and you make up a brief synopsis of that movie. And that's the toughest category because each of the real movies is, is the most ridiculous thing. And so in afterglow, I'll tell you what, I'll read you a few of these plots from these movies. So let's take a look. Who can guess the plot of horse sense? Horse sense. Horse yeah. sense. 
It is uh, a young boy who is actually able to read <laughs> the minds of horses. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And anyone else want to take a take a hack? Is it a knockoff version of the horse whisper? Uh, Wikipedia is a pretty lengthy synopsis, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. <laughs> That's a Lawrence Brothers movie, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Yes, it is. Tell us about <laughs> it, Andrew. If I recall correctly, Horse Sense is like, is like basically like some rich kid. One of the Lawrence Brothers is like living in Los Angeles and he's just wasting away his life and he's like forced to live on a ranch for a while. And he develops some horse sense. Great. Mm-hmm. Perfect for a horse podcast. All right, Thomas, mm-hmm. take us out of here. Let's do a transition. Transition. John, I believe that you are going to tell us why Florida is the worst state in the nation. Slightly off. Uh, well, I initially presented this as uh, Florida as being a top five state, but that was really just kind of my natural modesty. I actually believe Florida is a top three state in the nation. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> This is a white hot take. <laughs> well, okay. So when you see a story of a meth head pooping in someone's closet, you see it as like, oh, Florida man. I see it as freedom. I see it as Florida sunshine <laughs> laws in effect. They, they literally have to report this. So like in, in Michigan, there's probably people pooping in closets all the time. But in Florida, our natural freedoms allow us to hear these stories. And that, that's why we get unfairly maligned as Florida men. Uh, which is, it is it's, it's really a derogatory term. It's quite offensive. Uh, it, you know, it's really just taking advantage of the fact that we're one of the few states. Hang on, John. Do, do, do you consider yourself a Florida man? Uh, well, <laughs> depends how you define the term. Uh, I, uh, I, I don't uh, I don't partake in meth. So if that's how you, <laughs> if the use of drugs is how you uh, uh, define Florida man, then I, I can't call myself a Florida man. But if if you uh, define it as someone who will always be from Florida, uh, then yes, uh, I can be here for another 20 years and I'll always have, uh, uh, Florida will always be kind of uh, entwined with like how I define myself. So you don't partake of meth? No, or any uh, narcotics. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. But, but, not just but, meth. <laughs> but, but like where in Florida would you consider home? Oh, Miami, yeah. Oh, yeah. So okay, yeah. so we're we're not yeah. talking the panhandle or I I I, I don't uh I mean Miami's cocaine anyway, right? <laughs> uh so I've been told. Uh but uh yeah, I, I can't say I partake. Question uh, so. can, can you get good snow in uh Alexandria? Probably. Uh I mean <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna make any assumptions, but the, you know, there's like government housing not too far away. I'm sure you can find something there. I, I, again, I would not be the person to ask. Maybe Jim Swift knows. I mean, he did lose a lot of weight. It's kind of suspicious. <laughs> Shots fired. Okay, so oh, you are going to give us a list of what, the, the top five states in the union or? Well, I, I was, well, I'll stick to three. So, and I don't think this is controversial and uh, I don't want my third choice to derail my conversation about Florida, but in my opinion, it's, it's really California, Florida, then New Jersey. Uh, (laughs) Texas erasure. Texas erasure. (laughs) New New Jersey. What is this? (laughs) Not to get sidetracked. You thought (laughs) that you thought that having a top five would derail your your top three. Okay. 
<laughs> well, I, I didn't want to get into more controversy, but uh, yeah, New Jersey is a great state. It's got great food. I mean, it's got the jug, <laughs> jug vein turns that are quite problematic. Uh, and, you know, you have, you know, someone has to pump your gas, gas, so that takes a little longer. But like, it's a great state. It's, it's compact. There's uh, excellent, you get the best Italian, the best Indian food in the country. Uh, you know, pizzas and bagels on par with New York City without the traffic. So uh, yeah, but yeah, that's a that's probably a topic for another show. Did S Flip pay you to do to do this? Uh, no, I, honestly, I was once a Jersey hater, and then uh, I had to plan my uh, wedding in New Jersey, and I became a convert. Everything was super easy, much cheaper than uh, than the, the North Virginia area. Uh, food was great; people were lovely. Uh, I, I've got no complaints. So Are you sure you didn't accidentally drive to like <laughs> Pennsylvania or something? <laughs> I'm sure it's Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, it sounds like that. Yeah, that or that like he's not contractually obligated only insofar as like a marriage is a voluntary contract that you uh, enter into but it sounds I, like he I'll, married honestly, a jersey girl uh, I, I mean uh it was south jersey i didn't spend that much time in newark so i think it was around where like jvl and Vic are from and uh, i can see why jvl wants to move back it, it's a it's a lovely town but yeah that's another topic uh really like, i'm here what you're hearing is stun silence okay yeah okay, <laughs> what, what? so new, new jersey was your number one no, third. Well, California was my top choice. Whatever. Uh, and Florida was your second? It is. Correct. You realize that most California residents are not able to afford a different bathroom to poop in each week or each day. Like I, that's, I, I, that I, is a thing that only a few of, of the elite Californians can afford. It, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's, it's possibly the only reason why I, I haven't moved there. Uh, but I don't know when you vacation there and it's like perpetually 80 degrees and sunny, it's, it's intoxicated. I mean, like, like your vacations have been spent in Napa Valley drinking wine. Is that, is that it? Well, I think, I, and this might uh, give some light into my ranking. I think I enjoy urban sprawl. <laughs> so uh, I, I really enjoy uh, Los Angeles. I think it's a great city, even though it takes a, wh- a while to get across the place. That a might wild. be why I enjoy South Florida and, and New Jersey as well. You need to visit Houston. I was gonna say. I was gonna say, like you love sprawl, and you and you left out Dallas and Houston. I, I honestly haven't spent that much time in Houston, but it is on my list. I mean, you, you can get anything whenever you want at any time of day. That, that that's where I kind of want to live, and I also don't really care for New York City. So yeah, anything, anytime you want. You realize that Walmart was invented in in Arkansas. I don't want to live in Arkansas, though. That's that's uh... but but like twenty four hour superstores, you you know are come from Arkansas. True. But see, you you have to go yeah. to Walmart in California. It's like this weird neo feudal society where not everybody has staff. Andrew, <laughs> California is leading the way, being egalitarian. <laughs> And letting Come anyone on. have just shout at now. your servants and they and they run errands for you. I get it. Andrew, yeah. most people in California like live with three other people just to be able to afford to rent the house. Most people in California are my neighbors in Texas now. Yeah. <laughs> at least twice a week, I feel like Shark drops a link to some ridiculous real estate, like a 900 square foot, a very basic home selling for $950,000 in Los Angeles. It's it's not the logical choice. It, it, it's uh, it, it's really just the choice uh, that's based off of like one great vacation. So uh, yeah, 
but uh, California yeah. is an amazing place to visit. I mean, you, you <laughs> like like beaches, mountains, wine country are all like within hours of each other. It's it's pretty remarkable, but it's it's run by insane people. And uh, uh, I also want to say that Little Rock, Arkansas, is like two hundred thousand people. Like the the area of Little Rock has everything you would want it to have. Uh, anyway, so you have put Florida as your number two state. You, you will have to tell us more. For one, there's no sales tax. That's a given. So uh, immediately upon moving uh, to the Commonwealth of Virginia, uh, I was surprised to find 5% of my paycheck no longer there. Uh, and that was pretty, that was a bummer. Uh, so you said say. sales tax, you mean income tax? Sorry. Yeah. Income tax. Sorry. I wrote the wrong thing. Yeah. No uh, state income tax. That was a downer. It was, it was kind of a shot to the gut when I moved here and that was just gone. And then on top of that, I have to pay a car property tax, which I'm not really sure what that is. Uh, so uh, well, what, what, what did you just A car property tax. The state of Virginia assesses a tax on your car every year. Uh, so you can get the license. <laughs> yeah, I did that in college. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, mine came out to, I think like three, $400 this year. So uh, yeah, that's on top of the state income tax. So there's that. There's uh, the beaches. You can't argue with the beaches. There, I mean, I you know, I go to the Ocean City. I, I go to the Jersey Shore. But it doesn't really compare uh, to the beaches in Florida. Whether you're more of the Atlantic side or the Gulf side, yeah, that that's pretty. Uh, that's a pretty defensible position, I would say. Right, but um, but, it, but but isn't isn't the difference between the beaches? Pretty big, though. Like, like the the Gulf Shore beaches are much better than the Atlantic Shore beaches. So the Gulf Shore is definitely calmer. Uh, just uh, so there's less of the tide, and then it's like softer sands. I mean, it, it's they're both great. So you you can't really okay. go wrong. Some people I'll, prefer the Gulf Coast. Uh, I prefer the Atlantic side. But uh, tell us about a just, red tide. What's a red tide? A uh, red tide is like a algae that is uh when it comes to contact with your skin it's like a not abrasive but uh it causes you it's itchy and it's like toxic uh so yeah you definitely want to avoid that that's generally more on the gulf side uh, again, yeah well you can see it so you can just avoid it the downside with the beach is occasionally they have to close them because the poo tides come in <laughs> now what's they a poo just... tide okay so we know what a red tide is what's a poo... <laughs> list rank the tides <laughs> a crescent i don't know uh i, I got poo and red that's, that's those are the two that i so want is a poo tide exactly what it sounds like uh yeah so uh they treat the water <laughs> so, the, the, they treat the sewage uh and then they uh you know uh, release they it. have pipes yeah. that go out release it out into the ocean occasionally the tides work in a way where uh fecal matter comes back onto the shore uh you don't see it but it's definitely not safe uh to swim in uh it's a uh... <laughs> see it but you smell it and you feel it and you and you taste it and <laughs> it, it's it's really about building your immunity so like once you swim in a florida beach uh you i mean you're safe from covid you're good it's a sensory experience <laughs> I I had no idea this this was a thing, but I'm yeah. loving it. Do, do you I feel like I'm, I'm not I'm not making a cogent argument for Florida. <laughs> okay, well, all right. So so great beaches, no income yep. tax, pretty steep discount for theme parks. So when Disney moved uh, to uh, Orlando area in like the 70s, the state legislature uh, was able to get a discount for Florida residents. So at one point you can get like four days for like a hundred dollars. Uh, I think it's up to like three days for like 125. 
but uh you know going to orlando or a theme park isn't like a five thousand dollar like super expensive tri trip because you know you can get like a admission for four days for like a hundred bucks uh and then like stay at a, a cheap hotel on international drive uh which as a as a child that, that it's definitely one of the, the the perks i would say as a parent probably the closeness to disney's uh, might be a a challenge to when the kids bring it up but yeah i definitely enjoyed it as a kid there's so many great florida residents that we don't even really fully recognize uh i mean i'll start at the top jeff bezos florida resident florida man my high school graduate and again no one uses him as florida man because no one wants to associate them, him with florida you got dwayne the rock johnson the most billable movie star today mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. when he uh, played for the university of miami football team i think he currently resides there now and probably the hardest working man in show business, Pitbull. Uh, you know, he's, he goes anywhere. Uh, he's created what I think is a vodka, probably some other alcohol. I mean, he goes to Alaska Walmarts, anywhere. Uh, that's my defense, but probably not a good enough defense of the state of Florida. You forgot to mention Carol Baskin. Well, we don't talk about the weird animal people. <laughs> Uh, I, I will also mention because this week is Eurovision week and Flo Rida uh, <laughs> qualified for the final participating for the great country of San Marino. Can you, is, is it, you're allowed to bring in ringers for Eurovision? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> as long as they participate for your country, you, you're allowed to bring in whoever the fuck you want. Wow. So, uh, John, I'm sure you're a big fan of Udonis Haslam. Yes. Yep. He who, is. Uh, who has a yeah. massive tattoo of the state of Florida on his back? That that guy is like 110 percent Miami. Like he, <laughs> he, yeah, he played in Miami High. He played for uh, Frank Martin at Miami High. Frank Martin coached in high school. Yeah, yeah he coached at Miami. He, yeah, he coached at Miami High before he uh, went to college. Yeah. I think he got. I, I think uh, this. I think they were sanctioned because uh, so they had some kids. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I think they lost their state title, something like that. Uh, they had kids out of the district. That was oh, a good amazing. team, though. That's amazing. Yeah, and then he went to play for uh, Billy uh, Billy Donovan at at uh, University of Florida. Uh, Gainesville. Okay, Gainesville's so a great town, isn't it? Oh no, no, it's not. So before we transition. <laughs> transition out so john you said that your top three was oh california florida and new jersey <laughs> man we gotta get more more rankings for... <laughs> this is perfect for the mega threat this is it's perfect transition uh jonathan i believe that you can save us from whatever that was and <laughs> talk a little bit about podcast opinions how we... so Basically, it's a ranking of the top 10 hosts and guest hosts of the SSEU and the substandard. And not about them as people, but they're a ranking of their movie opinions. I'm glad you so, clarified that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, this in no way reflects my opinion of the, the them as people necessarily, which may be higher or lower uh, on the ranking depending on the person. Okay. So, and you, you, you have included all the guest hosts? Not or? all the guest hosts, just some. This is top 10. So... And so number 10, who is only included just to make sure to put him last on the list, is Tyson. <laughs> okay, okay. And I think his prequels take is well known to everybody who would listen to this podcast. And it's just the worst. Number nine is similar. Uh, John Podhoritz once helped to guest host the Big Pod. And... So as John referenced before, he originally gave a very promising and glowing review to The Phantom Menace. His exact quote was, forget the hype and the 
backlash. The Phantom Menace is captivating. <laughs> I don't think even Tyson would say that the Phantom Menace is captivating. A communications disruption can mean only one thing. Invasion. I don't know if J-Pod was woke to the anti-Semitism present in the Nemodians at the time. <laughs> Maybe why he changed it. Okay, number eight. And I, I just can't remember most of your movie takes. I feel bad. But I feel like you kind of like Lady Oceans, Thomas. And you like soccer documentaries was the main thing yes. I remembered. So I, oh. I have you at number eight. Well, you you haven't watched the Crazy Gang documentary about Wimbledon, so I forgive you. It's fine. <laughs> nice of you. Uh, number seven is JVL, but JVL in troll mode, huh. um, which Christopher was mentioning earlier. I don't know when he is trolling and when he's not. He has to be sometimes. He has to be. <laughs> and I think some of his takes are just, I think he listens to whatever Vic and Sonny say, and then knows he's going to say the opposite because he almost always goes last with his take. What? Yes. Uh, it, it makes for better content, doesn't it? Yeah, you can't have everyone agree. Oh, sure. No, 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 no. It, it, it's not that it's not entertaining. It definitely is. JVL is always a good show. Uh, number six would be the lady guest hosts of the Sub Beacon, Mary Catherine Hamm and Kristen Soltis Anderson. Pretty sure I'm alone in liking Wonder Woman 84, but Mary Catherine Ham had a couple of backhanded compliments about it. And so that was pretty good. And then, of course, KSA introduced Ted Lasso to the sub beacon. If you've got Ted Lasso in there, you've got to be pretty good. So, uh, 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 Jonathan, slow down a bit. You like Wonder Woman 84? I do. Uh, yeah, uh, it's. I thought it was great. I think it's better than any other DCEU movie with the possible exception of the original Wonder Woman. Well, I mean, uh, that's <laughs> what a low bar, right? Sure, yeah. I mean, I thought it was better than the Snyder Cut. I don't think it's better than most Marvel movies, but no, I I, I enjoyed Wonder Woman eighty four. I thought it was it was great. I have never listened to an episode of the Substandard Sub Beacon that has a lady host, and I I intend to keep that streak alive. <laughs> anyway, wow, move on. the Ted Lasso one is good. It just if for nothing else, it's talking about Ted Lasso. Uh, number five. Uh, number five is Haberman. He likes some Westerns, uh, which a certain other member of this podcast does not. And he's a fellow clergyman, so he had to be at least in the top five. That, uh, that, that, that sounds very generous of you. Uh, somebody had to be five. Number four is JVL in sincere mode. So his take on Mitchell versus the Machines, I thought was really good. I liked his Godzilla versus Kong take. His Those Who Wish Me Dead take was really good, although I have a feeling that that might have been a troll. He wasn't in my top three because he went on a rant recently about how he really hates Will Forte, um, who I'm a big fan <laughs> of. So he can't be in the the Trinity at the top there, unfortunately. That was, that was him, huh? Yeah, oh yeah, he was ragging on him really bad. That's right. I, I've never loved him more. <laughs> I might have to revise your ranking, Haberman. I forgot about that. <laughs> Number three is Vic, uh, the voice of the people. He's consistent. He always speaks his mind. I mean, the quadrants, how can you not put him in the top three? Um, I, am, I, I am getting really worried that Sonny is one of your do top the math. two. Don't do the I, math here. Don't do the math. <laughs> so Vic is great. We all love him. Um, number two 
Sonny Bunch. Oh my. 99.99% of the time he's right. Um, no, he introduces no. me to great movies I would never have heard of otherwise. Um, are you mourning my number two pick or mourning what number one must thereby be? No. Have you seen Sucker Punch? Have you seen these other DCEU movies that he praises? I love have Sucker Punch. Oh, do you? <laughs> But Thomas, we, we don't actually think he likes Sucker Punch, do we? No. Okay. No, he can't. <laughs> oh, oh, what, what you say I... that like a kid who's just been told that Santa Claus doesn't exist. No. Like, no, no, he has to. You're kidding. He has to. <laughs> oh, like, what, what about, uh, what was the movie called that uh, uh, we talked about when he was on our show? Silver? No, what was it called? Under the Silver Lake. And that was oh. going to be my my sunny objection <laughs> and JVL objection, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> so that the movie's terrible, right, Andrew? Oh, which one? Under the Silver Lake. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, terrible. Uh, completely you. unwatchable. Thank you. Thank you. The fact that they made Vic watch that is a more crime. It just it's a, it's a, it's a microaggression. That, that is a microaggression. Like making Vic watch a, te- a movie about like just a sad. 40-something white guy. Who's just, is, he was microaggressed. I really do like Sonny's takes. Um, he's a great follow on Twitter, of course. And it's always fun when he deigns to enter in and talk in the mega thread and tell us what terrible opinions we have, which is what we deserve. Well, what's um, number one going to be? Mike Warren? Number one <laughs> requires me to take him not literally, but figuratively sometimes. Gene. Which, it's Gene. You know, no, that, that's, that's lumped in with Vic. Vic and oh. Gene or, you know. It would have to be Ryan. Ryan is, I think, the best movie critic. Um, now, I don't like his Westerns take, but again, I think he's being figurative, not literal. But really why he has to be number one is because he likes one of the best movies made in the last 20 years, um, and that's Hot Rod. Oh, my gosh. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I Real am fans know. so glad that your True Colors just came out. Why are and you on the rest this, of the ranking? This is an, this is an equal, like... New Jersey and Florida are great states. Uh, take <laughs> honestly, when John here. was giving his ranking, I was I was like, this maybe will take some of the heat off of me. <laughs> <laughs> I suddenly do not feel as bad uh, of being ranked sixth or seventh or whatever. Uh, I I would like to be ranked even lower on your list if Ryan is your number one. <laughs> Like I was, of course I was super excited to, to watch yeah. Hot Rod because everybody was talking up Hot Rod, and I turned it on. And I'm like, "This is this is terrible. This is." I terrible. watch it at least once a year with my wife, and we, she enjoys it too. But she also likes Chad King Arthur, so I don't okay, know if but, I can trust uh, her. Uh, J- Jonathan, uh, how how do you like Steve Jobs? The one the one with Michael Fassbender. I haven't seen either one of them. It's a movie about a garbage state, California. So what do I care? I, ha- I have seen a movie before, uh, like 1988, so I can't agree that uh, Ryan's movie <laughs> takes are always on point. Uh, uh, <laughs> you can't go wrong with Vic's Quadrants. I mean, you'll miss some good movies, but uh, he also weeds out a lot of the bad ones. I'm, I'm grateful for Vic. It's, it was funny how today in the Sub Beacon, he complained about the length of the movies. Like, it could have used a little more exposition. <laughs> <you know? laughs> But what? They, they were too short? Yes. What? <laughs> yeah. That's when you know it could really use a little more fleshing out when Vic yes. says that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just still like, I, I hate Andy Samberg. Can't stand him. <laughs> can't can't oh. even, can't what? even like. No. 
he's just the absolute worst. I, I yeah, do he, not he like anything he has office. done. Andy Sandberg is the literal opposite of the Disney Channel. I'll give you that, so I can see why you might not like it. <laughs> you know, I did not like any of his dumb, like, SNL music videos. All of them were just, like, a nail What about the one where he just punches people in the face? That was genius. Just, that that was just like someone hammered a nail directly into my brain. See, I think uh, so, some of these SNL skits and personalities are 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 just very polarizing. Like you love it or you hate it. So Ryan uh, sent us the the Elon Musk was recently on and <clears throat> Pete Davidson. What's the character he plays? Chad. Chad. It's like Chad on Mars. And like Ryan just thought it was hilarious. He sent it to us and like. It's the same dumb character. Okay. okay. More examples like, of why Ryan knows comedy. Yes, Chad is the best SNL character did, in the last Did you five laugh years. at Chad on Mars? Like, I it's did. just Pete I Davidson did. on Mars saying, okay. The one he okay. has with JLo is really good, especially in light of um, her breakup with uh, A Rod. So, okay. So, uh, speaking of uh, JLo and Ben Affleck, uh, so Ben Affleck was with Anna Darmus for a while. And may have eaten her because, like, he's put on some weight, right? Am I right? Didn't he have a cardboard cutout of her that, like, yes. like he put out put next to the trash? Do you think he is is crafting a cardboard cutout of of J Lo? Probably Maybe. just what he does with all of his lady friends now. Yes. It's just a thing. It's just. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, look. I mean, look at Anna de Armas. How much could she potentially weigh? Like, it's it's not that much. Like, she is a tiny person. Is this a reference to eating her or making a cardboard cutout of her? Why not both? Unless anyone has anything else to say about any of the rankings, I believe that we are going to call this a day on this episode and we're going to move to Afterglow. Yeah, so, uh, light a candle. Keep put it, it in the burning. Wind. Uh, keep it burning. Put it in the wind. Um, sing a song about it uh, at Lady Di's funeral. 